If you're ready to live your life with passion, bliss, euphoria, and a freedom you never knew was possible, then this show is for you. Join celebrity host Dame Nicole Brandon, the world's top expert in reaching it all, as she shares her knowledge for unlimited finances, wealth, love, joy, and unbridled living. This is Passionate Living. And now, Dame Nicole Brandon. Well, this is Dame Nicole Brandon, and welcome to Passionate Living. We have such an extraordinary and such a special show for you today. When we created Passionate Living, it was my deepest desire to bring to you the top experts in the world that had the keys, the tools, the techniques, and the secrets to really leading an unbridled life, an unlimited life, a life full of passion and joy, and the kind of life you always knew you dreamed of, desired, and deserved. And when I was creating the lineup for Passionate Living, as we're coming now to um times, and we're so excited to be here, my very first thought was today's guest. Today we are speaking with Dr. Lise Janelle, and Lise is one of my favorite people on the planet, but beyond her extraordinary work, and through the years I've had the opportunity to bring experts on in their field and to really share the information but Lisa is somebody that I personally have had an experience with, and her work is individually shifted and changed my world. And so I can talk about it from a personal level, how profound and how extraordinary her work really is. She provides practical solutions with her powerful techniques to life, to work, and to relationship challenges. And she works with the subconscious and the conscious minds. And her clients are international, and they range from executives to moms to young adults to entrepreneurs, artists, Olympic athletes, and she even works with celebrities. She is the founder for the Center for Heart Living, and I just love that, Center for Heart Living. Even saying it makes you feel good, which is dedicated to empowering people by connecting them to their core values. And she is featured on television and film. She is a coach around the world, a renowned expert and author. And I am proud, pleased, and honored to introduce to you today's guest, Dr. Lise Janelle. Lise, welcome to the show. Thank you. What a nice introduction. Oh, my goodness. I always love having you on. You've been on several of our shows now. And people have been just biting at the bit for your information on any given day. We have thousands of people looking for you and looking for your work. And I thought this is so perfect to have you here because this is passionate living. And so much of what you talk about and teach is centering from the heart. Yes. Passion is certainly one of the ways I start to live life. I just came back from uh, climbing Kilimanjaro and uh, passion is, is, Something that happens when we get out of our comfort zone. So I'm I'm ready for a really nice time tonight with you. Oh, well, thank you. One of my favorite questions that I always love to ask my guests is the did you know factor. The did you know when you were six, seven, and eight years old when other people wanted to be teachers or movie stars or Miss America? Did you always have an instinct for caring and helping people and and loving people from the heart the way that you do now? It's interesting. It's a good question. I remember being a little kid. I guess I was a different kind of kid and being like seven years old and projecting myself in the future and going, 
the worst thing that could happen to me is if I did not do what I came here to do. <laughs> and feeling that I was going to do something big that was going to make a difference. And um, I guess that's what I'm doing. I'm fully dedicated to helping heal the hearts of millions of people. And that's been on my journey intensely every day since 1989. That's amazing. You know, when I look at the videos of your work and I look at the testimonial, and I mean, you have the most unbelievable testimonials of anybody that I've ever seen. And people don't just say, oh, yes, we like her. She's very nice. Or the, the people say she changed my life. It was altered. It was never the same. I've reached levels and heights and places in my world and myself that I didn't even know exist. And so what's that like to be able to help people open like a peacock in, in such a profound way? You know, I get up in the morning and I'm so happy to be able to come and do this work. There's nothing I love more than when I see the sparkle in people's eyes, when they really get it, not in their head, but in their heart, that everything that ever happened to them was part of the perfection of their lives and that all of this stuff was there to help them grow and teach them wisdom and about love and unfolding their highest potential. And that is this we choose to, because otherwise it's really easy to to get stuck in the challenges and not see how they were actually necessary for unfolding our highest potential. And also as a driver, because if we remembered who we really are, which is beings of love, we'd be Buddha-like. We had no desire. We'd just be sitting there. So we, we really need to forget who we are and get driven by the stories. But the stories are magnificent and they allow us to develop our personality, our interest and they help us be able to survive on planet Earth and be able to, to function. But we need to take the time to heal those stories so we can unfold and reconnect with our highest essence. Wow. Can you give me an example? Because I remember that you were sharing something on one of our relationship shows about if somebody was late coming home, and I know that they love me. And I love the way that you reconfigure this story and shed a new light on it to be able to allow each heart, each spirit and soul, the potential to actually lead and live the kind of life they dream of and desire and deserve. Yeah. I have, I have different tricks in different situations. In the case of relationship, what's so very important is to remember that the aim of a relationship is not to make us happy or sad, but it's to teach us how to love, which makes us happy. And the baby part of us, when we enter a relationship, often we're looking for someone to make us happy, to take the bobos away, to, to amuse us, to nurture us. But and our partner is also looking for the same thing. So to be able to remember when I'm in a situation with my partner who did not do what I was expecting to do, them to do, if I take a deep breath in and I go, all right, if my partner loves me, why is it that this happened? And from that place of wisdom, starting to look at the situation from their point of view instead of our point of view all the time, to go and look at the big picture and see what's really going on. Mm, that's so beautiful. And so when you talk about conscious loving or a conscious loving relationship, what mm -hmm. does that look like? A conscious loving relationship is where both partners are dedicated to learn to grow in love. 
so they can feel truly happy. I actually wrote a blog about that. And the five factors to look for if you want to have a conscious, loving relationship, would you like to? I to would hear love to. Yes, of course. All right. So number one, be with someone who wants to be with you. <laughs> it sounds simple enough, but very often people get stuck trying to get someone who is not really interested in being with them. And that creates a lot of angst. And even if you end up having that person, there's usually a difference in power, struggle, and that's not very fulfilling. So number one is be with someone who wants to be with you. Number two, look for someone who has a track record of being a good friend. If, you know, the way they, they treat the, the waitresses, the way they speak about the exes, the way they talk about the, the, the people in their life, you, you will know a lot about someone. Or if you've known them for a while, like, don't go with mean people. <laughs> that's, that's, don't try to go and change someone. Number three, um, need to be with someone who has similar core values. I was speaking to a friend of mine just before the interview, and he was married to a woman who... Did not want to have kids. He wanted to have kids, and it did not last because eventually he could not change her mind, and he wanted to have kids. So it's important to know your core values. What matters to me? Like, do I need someone I can communicate with? Or do I need someone who wants to learn and grow? Like, what are the things that juice me that are I'm not willing to compromise on? Not that they're better or worse than anybody else, but just to know that these are make my heart sing when I can share them with my mate. The number four factor is to be with someone who understands that relationship demand work. That the live happily ever after only happens in the movies and the the, the Arlequin novels and uh, the fairy tale stories because communication is super important. Willing to put the relationship before other things and, and consciously striving to love. And the fifth one, the fifth factor is a good uh, sexual connection, whatever that is for both people, because there are there are people, for example, who are asexual. So if someone is asexual, don't go with someone who's sexual, and vice versa. So I find that if you're able to satisfy those five points, you can feel pretty good about having a conscious, loving relationship. And the factor that's not included in there, but that's obvious, is you need to feel that heart connection. Those are the logical things to look for to have a conscious, loving relationship. Because in North America and in Europe, we have kind of more like a romantic idea about relationship, but and that's based more on emotions. We need to, and, and emotions is not the heart. There's a huge difference between infatuation and love. And we need to sometimes be able to use our mind before we enter a relationship because our emotions can be so strong, fooling us, making us believe that this relationship is everything I've ever wanted when in fact it's just the emotions. When you go into other parts of the world where they arrange marriages, for example, they really much go with the mind. And they have just as much, if not a little bit more, chance of surviving because if you marry someone because of your your mind tells you it's the right person, you're more likely to understand, I need to work at this relationship. When we fall in infatuation with someone, we think it's love, and then we think we can just ride this forever, but that doesn't work. That's phenomenal advice. Oh, my gosh. That's incredible. <laughs> and I love you have to like the person. 
<laughs> Step one, like the person. And we're going to go to break in just a minute. But when we come back, I would love to talk about, in your book, Conversations with the Heart, you talk about the stages that couples go through. And so I love to talk about that and share that with our audience because I just think that's such incredible information and so honored and privileged you're here. So more with the astounding Dr. Lise Janelle when we turn here on Passionate Living on Times. Yes. The Real Conscious Connection. Om Times Radio. IOM FM. Hi, my name is Monica and I'm the host of Co-Creating Now. Give yourself an opportunity to connect with your all-knowing higher self and manifest joy, love and peace together every Tuesday, 11 a.m. Eastern. Being a radio host on IOM FM allows you to build your show on a rich platform with the power of the Internet to fulfill your outreach goals and connect with a very specialized and global online audience, unlimited by time and distance. Om Times Radio will provide you with web relevance, a recognizable conscious brand, and with the standard of excellence that has accompanied every single Om Times endeavor. Host your show with Om Times Radio Network. The number one reason girls drop out of school in sub-Saharan Africa is lack of access to feminine hygiene products. The Pads for School Girls Project, an outreach of Humanity Healing International, is changing this paradigm by setting up sewing programs at schools, teaching girls a vocational skill, while producing the reusable pads that help keep them attending classes. The girls pay it forward by making and giving pad kits to other girls in need. To learn more, visit HumanityHealing.org. Humanity Healing is where your heart is. Welcome to the gathering around my kitchen table on Equilarium FM, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Join my guests as we integrate spirituality into everyday reality with vibrant conversations, inspired interviews, and my latest channeled guidance to inspire and brighten your day. I'm Claire Johnson, and together we'll be raising vibrations across the nations. Bringing a more conscious lifestyle to your world. Om Times Radio. IOM FM. Hi, hi, it's Dame Nicole Brandon. We are back with Dr. Lise Janelle. And Lise, right before the break, I was asking you about your book, Conversations with the Heart. And I have to tell you, on a personal level, I love this book. I loved it from the very moment that you gifted me a copy, just the cover opened my heart in a different way. It was the kind of book that I just wanted to look at all the time and touch all the time because I knew there was a gift inside. I knew something special was awaiting for me there. And every time that I've opened a page or read a paragraph, my life has gotten a little bit better or transformed or changed. And I know your book really successfully aims at reconnecting your heart so you can experience joy and love and enduring feelings of true success. And so before we talk about what's in the book, I would love to ask you about the creation of the book, how you came up with the idea of sharing this information with the world. Well, that's a very good question also. Um, I wanted to, I really want to bring this work to as many people as I can and over the years, speaking with all my different patients and then my clients, 
I was able to put together some patterns that I see that can really help a person open their heart. So I just sat there and it took me nine months to write it, just like having a baby. <laughs> I birthed the, the, the baby. And um, I felt really good one day and I felt, okay, even that's the only thing that ever happened. This woman came to me and she said, you know, before I was, uh, I read your book, I was uh, thinking of committing suicide and reading your book reconnected me inside and I changed my mind. I got, wow, that was, that was a, a gift. So that's why I did the book. I wrote the book because I believe that the more people live from the heart, the more joy there is, the less wars there's going to be, the more responsibility with self and others happen when people reconnect with the heart. So that's my own little way of, of helping bridge the the world and bring it together. That's fabulous. And how do people get a copy of Conversations with the Heart? You can get it on Amazon, but the fastest way, because the distributor can needs to send it, you can go to my website at centerforheartliving.com and you can just have either a hard copy or you can also have a Kindle copy version of it. That's Fabulous. I just, I love all the information that you share. And just before the break, I was asking you in the book that you talk about relationship stages. Mm -hmm. And can you talk a little bit about that here? Yes. Um, there are basically three stages in relationship. One, if you imagine two circles, one is, you know, the woman or the man, or if you can be in a homosexual relationship, you have two partners and one circle is on top of the other circle. And that's the baby search for a relationship. When you're a baby, your mom has to sacrifice herself for you. And she gives up of her life. She nurtures you. She um, nurses you, changes your diapers. If you're cold, she makes sure you're warm. She protects you. If you're bored, she plays with you. She's in charge of your happiness. And that's the first intimate relationship we've ever had is usually with mother. It can be any other caregiver, but often it's, it's mother. And when we end up in our first romantic relationship, very often, subconsciously, we're looking, we're searching for that feeling. We're looking for someone who's going to take all our pain away, all our bubbles, who's going to come and make us happy. So that, that is the immature type of relationship, the infantile relationship. And if you imagine two circles on top of each other, one of the circles is redundant, and that's very dangerous. So it's never going to be kept that way. The two circles on top of each other always end up being two circles are separated. And I find that it's either the relationship splits apart, or some people have that on a regular basis. They are, the circles are on top of each other, and they have a fight, and they separate, then they come back, they have the circles on top of each other, and then they separate. And that's the type of relationship they have. Just That's the only way they're going to keep their individualities. Um, I find that couples who strive to stay that way, it's dangerous. One other person keeps saying no to themselves. That creates stress and often diseases that can happen for that. So it's very dangerous to do that. It's not recommended to stay in the immature type of relationship. It won't last. Either you're going to have fights, you're going to split, or one person or both people are going to get so stressed from it that they're going to you know, get really sick and may even die. The third type of relationship, which is the mature, conscious, loving relationship, is imagine the two circles are intersecting. 
So they're not on top of each other. They're not separated, but they share a slice in the middle together. And that is sustainable. That is the way to be able to be in a conscious, loving relationship because deep down, we have two fears when we are in a relationship. One is the fear of being abandoned. And the other one is the fear of being engulfed. And we oscillate between those two states. And I find when I work with couples that it's kind of easy to have a loving relationship. It's easy to have great sex. But to have a loving relationship and great sex, it's kind of like the ultimate frontier. It's the ultimate mastery in a couple that where you need really conscious loving relationship because why because what if uh, i love my partner and i open my heart and i make love with my partner and my partner leaves me what's going to happen to me or if i open myself and make love with my partner what if they take over my personality and i have to give up on who i am and those are the struggles the inner struggles that we constantly need to work through but the more uh we are dedicated to fulfilling our individual lives, the easier it is to do that. The more we give up on ourselves, which is what happens in the infatuation period, in the beginning, the baby part of us that wants the other person to give up on their life, which is what happens in the infatuation. We both give up on our life, and then we end up two circles on, t- on top of each other. When we are in that phase, because we don't truly love each other, we can have great sex for a while. But as time goes by... And we're starting to have more of a real connection. Then sex starts to go down because now there's more danger associated with it. I could I could talk about this for hours. <laughs> I love talking about relationships. I love that. And then are there stages in between of getting involved or running and being abandoned that are also strong feelings? Well... We oscillate between those two things. Like, for example, if you go and have a whole romantic weekend together, one of the partners might feel like, oh, my goodness, I hope this never ends. And the other person might be thinking, oh, my goodness, like I didn't have any time by myself this weekend. <laughs> and Or they, they will oscillate. And because if we're honest with ourselves, we, we have all the different areas of our lives. And having a relationship is just one area of our lives that can satisfy us. To look for our relationship to be the source of all our happiness is is not mature. We cannot you can be you can have the best spouse in the world. If you're not happy yourself, there's no way they can make you happy. Mm-hmm. Now the stages that you're talking about, does that also work in business if you take on a business partner? Do you have that same fear of putting too much in or that other person leaving and abandoning you and holding you with the pot of the business? Yes, you can put that in business partnership for sure as well. That's a good question. You can extrapolate that to all kinds of different relationships. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. And so then where do you go from there? (laughs) Where do you go from there? Well, the idea is to just be aware and not let the fears shut down the heart. Because we can either live from our mind, our emotions, or our heart. And... When we jump in the heart, like a mother, does a mother question how much he, you know, she's going to love her child? No, she just loves her child unconditionally. Even when the child is a pain in the butt, you still love your child. And being in a committed relationship demands the same thing. So when you feel these little tugs, don't think that 
You know, they're the truth. Actually, I believe that's one of the advantage women have in relationship is that because we have periods and we have PMS, every month we get to discover the difference between my emotions and the truth. And it's so easy sometimes to to mistaken our emotions for the truth. Like if you get angry with your partner, you might be thinking like, I don't love my partner or they don't love me right now. But that's not the truth. It's just an emotion. And love would be like the sun and our emotions would be like the clouds. It's easy on a rainy day, like right now it's rainy here, that to believe that there is no sun, but the sun is behind the clouds. And it's easy when you get upset with someone to think that you don't love them. But behind the clouds, behind the emotions, love is there. True love does not oscillate. True love is steady. Mm, that's so beautiful. It really is. And I know that you also talk about the transcending duality and that perfect balance of the support and the challenge. And I know we're going to go to break in just a couple minutes, but can you just touch on that for us? Yes, I like to use the visual of the yin and the yang. And if you look at the yin and the yang, it's a perfect metaphor for what love and love and life is all about. In every moment, there's a perfect balance of support and challenge. And I'm sure we'll be able to expand on that and talk a lot about it in a few minutes. Well, when we come back, we can certainly touch more on that. And I love your work. And I guess... A question I wanted to ask you as well before we jump onto the break here is, at what point does somebody find you and your work? Is it when their relationship is crashing and in flames, or is it before someone starts a relationship or someone that's sort of frozen and paralyzed in their life or bumping into walls? At what point does somebody call and say, Lisa, SOS? I have I have all these different stages. I teach some seminars and people come to the seminar because they go, all right, this time I need to know this before I, I jump into my next relationship. Sometimes the relationship is going through a challenge and they want to grow more in love. And sometimes they realize they need to leave each other, but they want to do it consciously without too much drama and too much pain. Mm. It's just it's beautiful. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> And I also love the fact that you've had such an amazing, incredible, unique journey to this work as you came from the world of chiropractic and that literally being able to move somebody's body into wellness to being able to move somebody's spirit and soul and heart and consciousness into wellness. In a way, chiropractic and coaching is very similar. When I was a chiropractor, I just removed the blocks to the expression of health and life and when I work as a as a coach I just remove the blocks that stand in the way of living your life to the full potential well I would love to talk more about the balance of the support and the challenge and all of your just unbelievable work it's such a gift what you're doing and I love conversations with the heart I'm such a fan of you and your work and especially of this book and so more when we return with Dr. Lise Janelle Conversations with the heart. How you need a passionate. I like it. Your conscious connection to a more mindful world. Om Times Radio. IOM FM. Do you have time to read that inspiring book? 
or that blog post you've been meaning to get to? In your busy world, how do you improve yourself and keep your life going? I'm Lisa Kay, and my Between Heaven and Earth radio show can transform your life just by listening. Be uplifted with inspiring topics, positive stories, and ideas that really work. Between Heaven and Earth Radio is conscious living for your soul. Every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Being a radio host on IOM FM allows you to build your show on a rich platform with the power of the Internet to fulfill your outreach goals and connect with a very specialized and global online audience, unlimited by time and distance. Ohm Times Radio will provide you with web relevance, a recognizable conscious brand, and with the standard of excellence that has accompanied every single Ohm Times endeavor. Host your show with Ohm Times Radio Network. Have you ever wondered how to change your love paradigm? The secret key is finding a love partnership, not just a regular connection. How do you find these? Through conscious relationships. Ascending Hearts Dating is a dating site for people like you that believes in second chances and a different type of spiritual connection. Try Ascending Hearts for free today at AscendingHearts.com and change your love paradigm. Ascending Hearts, the premier dating community for the spiritually awake. Hi, this is Angela Levesque, host of Entanglement Radio. Join me Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Eastern for inspiring conversations with visionaries in spiritual science and conscious healing. Entanglement Radio, Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Eastern. Transcendent talk for the conscious mind. Your conscious lifestyle on steroids. Ohm Times Radio. IOM FM. Well, hi, it's Dame Nicole Brandon, and welcome back to Passionate Living. We are talking with Dr. Lise Janelle, one of my favorite people on the planet, and certainly one of the top wisdom keepers of the planet. Her knowledge and her ability for love and success has transformed lives internationally all around the world. And we were talking just before the break about conversations with the heart and the perfect balance of support and challenge. In a relationship, can there be a perfect balance of support and challenge? Well, the each relationship has a perfect support and balance system in place. We might not just be aware of it, and that's something super important to see. Is that, and to understand it better, um, if we use the yin and the yang again, you can see that the dark and the light are in perfect balance, and. I use a corny story to explain it, but it's the perfect corny story. And it's the scientist who's observing a butterfly coming out of a cocoon. It's a huge struggle. It takes hours and hours and hours to do that. So the scientist feels sorry for the butterfly and decides to cut the cocoon open. But because he does that, the butterfly has nothing to struggle against. So its wings are weak and it can never fly and it dies like that. So within a relationship, whatever, if we look at everything that's happening as an opportunity to learn to love, whether it's support or challenge, we can use it to learn to grow in love, not get stuck in doing only what feels good to our senses, to our emotions, but also using the challenges. For example, let's say your spouse is gone for a week and you're missing your spouse. So that's challenging. But then you can use it to learn about loving yourself. How can I amuse myself when my spouse is not there? Maybe I need to go to the gym or maybe I can 
fix my closet. Maybe I can connect with my mother or my sister or my friends. Maybe I need to work on my tax return or whatever needs to be doing. Learning to connect within ourselves when there are challenges on the outside, which is the wisest thing to do is to find our center, not in our spouse, but in ourselves and be able to share that with our, with our spouse. When you talk about finding your center, when you talk about finding your center, you talk about the center for heart living. And so how do you talk about the center for heart living? I'm sorry. There's a, there's a lightning storm here and I could not hear what you just said. Okay. I love that there's a lightning storm. That just means you're an enlightened being and it's dancing around you. I was asking you when you were talking about finding your center about your center, the center for heart living. Yes. And the creation of that. And when people come there, how you're helping them to achieve long-lasting relationships and open themselves. And I would love to talk a little bit about your work at the center and your workshops. Yes, I created the Center for House Living because I wanted a place, a, a physical place where people could come and see me and I have other people who work with me and support the work. So I wanted to have a place and it's, it's so inspiring. I love working with the people who are here and it helps me to, with my big mission. It takes a lot of effort. I couldn't do this on my own. I have Diana Donowski that works with me. It's in charge of media and all the video work that we do and we have Penny Cook, who is my assistant coach, who's helping people hold on to their their goals and make sure that they make it there. And I have a whole bunch of other people working, but the Center for Hard Living is there dedicated to help people experience true joy, to experience true passionate lives. And that's why we created it. Mm, just extraordinary. And so when people come there and they're looking to have a more loving relationship mm-hmm. either with themselves or with their mate or with their spouse. What are the steps that you take for a long lasting relationship or to help them achieve that? When you were talking about the stories, is that where you begin mm-hmm. with some of these stories? That's a very good question. For example, last about two months ago, I had a couple that came to see me. And she's 68 and he's 73. So, no, and they've been together for like 35 years or something. And um, she came to see me because she was having panic attacks and she was really upset and she wanted to leave her relationship and she couldn't sleep anymore. She was crying. It was, she was really, really upset. And I started to do the mind-body work that I do with my clients and what we discover as the source of all her anxiety was that she grew up in a Greek, the Greek culture where a man is supposed to have all the says, and she had been repressing herself for all those years, and now she couldn't, she could not do this anymore. She had to start to speak out. She had to start being herself. And what I had to help her do is what. Well, her poor husband could not just switch from one to the other. She had to do this lovingly. But working with both of them, and he came too, and that was beautiful. Uh, we've been able to help her come out and be herself in a respectful manner. And her husband, who actually truly loves her, has been allowing her to do this. And uh, she doesn't have any panic attacks anymore. And uh, 
we're creating date nights and then it's like it's really cute to see them falling back in love so often what I do is I go and look what are the stories what are the the wounds often that are stored that get activated in in a relationship and not confuse those for a lack of love Mm. I love these keys and tools I mean they're just fabulous and so do you work with people on Skype as well? Because I know we have an international audience listening and people that want to work with you and take your workshops and be in the center of their heart and their consciousness or their soul or be able to listen to their spouse or treat their spouse in a different way where they're not so charged but they're open and coming from a loving place. Yes. Well, I have different programs I offer. If people want to be in contact with me, uh, I do yeah, one-on-one coaching over. I can do over the Skype or over the phone. I also have an online coaching program called Live, Love, Be Happy Now, where uh, people get group access to me for coaching. And I also have one that's called the Heart Freedom Program, which is a six-video series that's you like a home study that you can do with videos and exercises and things that can help people reconnect with their hearts. So I have a broad selection of services people can use. It's so much fun. And I love your work. I mean, I've talked about at the top of the show that personally that you've worked with me. And my life changed profoundly after working with you. And you taught me things about myself that I didn't know, but I did. Because once you open those doors, there were things inside that had been hiding for so long or gifts that I had that I had not yet shared with the world that were waiting to come out. And your work is so unique. And I know that everybody that's worked with you has a different experience and a different story, but they have the same thing to say. It changed my life in such a profound, exciting, beautiful way that you've given me wings and you've given uh, people wings all around the world to fly and to soar really to their heart's desire and heights. And I'm just, I'm so excited for all that you're doing for the planet right now and all that you're doing for the world. Just really, really wonderful. And one of my favorite questions to ask people since this show is passionate living is what is leading and living a passionate life mean to you? All right. Well, Again, if we look at the yin and the yang, and if you look at the dark side as challenge and the light side as comfort, to live a passionate life, what you need to do is you need to challenge yourself. When we stay in our comfort zone, if you stay on the light side, stay comfy, we attract challenges. But when we challenge ourselves to do what our heart really calls for us to do, then we attract like a sense of vitality and passion in our life. So the key for passionate living is to be willing to get out of our comfort zone. That's why in the beginning of a relationship, often it's so passionate, it's so intense. Why? Because we're actually scared that this might not work out. And we're like, wow, we're so open and watching for all. And it's such an intense experience because we are out of our comfort zone. Every time we manage to be out of our comfort zone, we feel passionate. Mm. That's such a great response. I mean, what a beautiful definition of passionate living. I would love to put that up. Being out of your comfort zone. <laughs> and I, 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 yes. One of the seminars that I call extreme freedom. 
because that's basically living passionately. Because I've had people who are willing to go bungee jumping or skydiving, but facing themselves, getting out of the comfort zone and doing the work, that's very scary for many people. So you don't have to risk your physical life to live passionately. You can actually live quite passionately just by facing yourself and facing your heart and listening and acting on your heart's desire that tells you it's time to leave a relationship or it's time to enter a relationship or it's time to change career or start your own business. Whenever we challenge ourselves to follow our heart, then we live passionately. That's great. When you were talking at the top of the show about climbing Mount Kilimanjaro, and I know that you're an adventurer. I know that you've done these wilderness challenges and these crazy, incredible explorations and adventures in your life and so do you find yourself coming across those walls and boundaries and and fears and challenges and do you coach yourself or are there things you tell yourself to overcome your own fears and challenges that's a great question and i think i was telling you about kilimanjaro because that was the latest part of my living passion because when i was at the top of kilimanjaro it's like it's 18,343 feet or something, or close to 19,000 feet. And when I was at the top, every step hurt. But not only that, I started to wobble. I couldn't walk straight. And I, I'm standing there, and I'm asking, like, why? Like, why am I doing this? I, had, I stop, and I ask myself, why am I doing this? And when I found my why, my why was because... I wanted to be able to tell great stories that could inspire people. And when I got my why, it pulled me forward and it gave me the courage to keep going. So I find inspiration. Having a big enough why is one way of having passion in our lives. Mm, Great answer. When we come back from break, I can't wait to talk to you more about your work. And I know that you had a gift for our audience or some kind of gift that you had that we posted up there for people to be able to follow and to learn a little bit about you and your work and everything that you're doing. And I would love to talk about your journey to the center of the heart when we return here. So more with Dr. Lise Janelle, renowned success coach, author, genius, living expert, wisdom keeper, the cutting edge of conscious radio ohm times radio iom fm Matt Connerton here. Join Jen Coffee and I twice a week for Matt Connerton Unleashed, a political talk show that's a little different than what you're used to. No liberal or conservative agenda here, just an honest dialogue about truth and how things really work in the world of politics. Matt Connerton Unleashed, every Tuesday and Thursday night at 11 p.m. Eastern on Ohm Times Radio. Host your show on IOM FM, the radio network of Ohm Times Media one of the more recognized brand names in the conscious community and is backed by the extensive marketing reach of Ohm Times. Hosting a show on IOM FM immediately connects you with our extensive, dedicated community. Ohm Times Magazine is one of the leading online content providers of positivity, wellness, and personal empowerment, a philanthropic organization 
Their net proceeds are funneled to support worldwide charity initiatives via Humanity Healing International. Through their commitment to creating community and providing conscious content, they aspire to uplift humanity on a global scale. Om Times, co-creating a more conscious lifestyle. Join Elliot Jolish, the business therapist, each Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern for the Elliot Jolish Hour as he interviews business experts on your behalf. And you're invited to email your business questions to questions at ecjgroup.com for answers live on air every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern on the Elliot Jolish Hour. Bringing you the best of the conscious minds in the world. Om Times Radio, your conscious lifestyle on steroids. Hi, it's Dame Nicole Brandon. We are back on Passionate Living with Dr. Lise Janelle, just truly one of my favorite people on the planet, one of the most extraordinary guests that we've had on any of our shows, and certainly one of the favorite wisdom keepers in the world as people just are seeking and searching and desiring and driving towards your information to open their heart, their soul, their consciousness. And um, right before the break, I know that I had mentioned, and people are probably going crazy right now, that you have a gift for them, which is just so generous and extraordinary of you. And I wanted to just touch on that a bit for our audience, because I know people are on the edge of the seat saying, she's what? (laughs) Well, um, when I'm working with my clients one-on-one, I'm constantly striving to find ways where I can really help them quickly connect with the heart. So I created a heart freedom meditation and um, it's one of the quickest way I've found to help people reconnect with their essence to remember who they really are and you can have access to it um, at www.heartfreedommeditation.com and it's just five minutes and you can take and recenter yourself so that you can feel inner peace and gratitude for your life and who you are. It's funny because sometimes when I come to the office and Penny just came, she walked outside, she wants to recenter herself before we start the day. She's sitting there and she's doing the meditation. I, I love the meditation. And once you become very adept to it, you can do it, you know, driving. You don't close your eyes naturally, but just reconnecting and remembering who you really are. We're spiritual beings having a human experience. And it's so easy to confuse ourselves and think that we are in the physical world have being spiritual beings. But it's I, I like to imagine us as spiritual beings, we we have a big gap adventure book and we pick the lifetime we're gonna be in and which adventure we're gonna live and we come on planet Earth. Just like we could go to Tanzania right now on a trip. But then we come back home to wherever we live. And as spiritual beings, the same thing. We go on a trip here and we need to remember it's just a game. The game of being a human being. And how can we enjoy this lifetime remembering who we are? We are spiritual beings. And how can we bring that love to ourselves and to others? To bring that essence in the world so we can really help change the disconnection that we have between ourselves, between us and nature, all these things that we've been doing because we've forgotten who we really are. Mm. That's amazing. 
And I love the fact that you're saying that you can do it anywhere, that as you become adept at it, that it just becomes part of you. And at any given moment in time, you can stop and do this, even that your assistant before she starts the day, mm-hmm. that you can use that to center, to bring yourself to an inner peace. And at the same time, you're centering your opening. And I love that process. When you do it, you really feel Buddha-like. And somebody told me, actually, these these are kind of like Buddhist principles. And I thought that was interesting because I never really um, taken this meditation before. I created it out of a need of wanting to help my clients. But when we're in that state where we feel love and gratitude, nothing is missing. In that space, we feel abundant, we feel beautiful, we feel safe. And that's our true self. This is who we truly are. And that's a gift every time we're able to go back there and infuse our lives with that. And it really helps us remember that we are love, that everything else is a story that we created. Because, for example, some of you are listening that if, if, we were growing up in a war zone, you would have had different stories, but your essence would still be the same. We have to disconnect from the stories we were born into. They're useful to create a personality, to drive us, but it's not who we really are. We need to remember that we are love. That's who we, we are. Mm. I love that example, that innately you are who you are, and it's just the stories. That's the first time I've ever heard you speak about that. And it's incredible. And I love also when you talk about how you can have it all, but you just may need a little help because it really takes courage to live from your heart. And doesn't it take courage for baby birds to jump off the branch? Yes. Can you imagine? (laughs) I think that's why Mama Bird often has to push them out. But I love that. That's my job. I'm mama bird often, and I push people out of their nests. And when they start flying, they feel like, hey, wow, this is fun. That's incredible. And then I guess since we only have a couple minutes left, one of the things I wanted to ask you was, as a doctor, moving from one modality to the next, was there something, the draw in your own heart that Mm. you said, okay, I know now my infinite calling, which is to teach people to center in the heart. What was that magnetic pull towards heart consciousness? Well, that you where you are today. In 1989, I got this experience where I went from feeling despair and like life was unfair. And within a few hours, I was transformed that everything that I could see in my heart, not in my head, but in my heart, that everything that ever happened to me that was happening, that would ever happen, was there to teach me how to love and to grow in wisdom. And that it was the same mechanism and place for everybody. And I felt such joy that I decided to commit to wanting to bring this to as many people as I could. And in two thousand, so I started to study and I traveled the world studying with the greatest teachers and reading and I started teaching transformational seminars in 1992 and I worked with thousands of people one-on-one doing mind-body work but in 2003 I would be behind my patients and I I would be crying 
sometimes. And then I took my girlfriend out for her birthday. And right in the middle of the dinner, she started to, to cry. And I started to cry. And I decided, wow, like, I need to stop. And that's when I took three months off just to be. I was not Dr. Lee's anymore. I was just being me. And what I realized, the reason I'd been crying is because I had to make the transition. I had to leave my comfy life, which was a beautiful life. Like, I love my patients. They love me. I was really good. I was very successful. And I worked 25 hours a week. I took 13 weeks off a year. I was making really good money. It was an amazing lifestyle. But then my heart was calling me to do this. So I made the transition. And so I sold my practice in 2004, and I started to be the coach then. And I'm, I'm glad I did it. The transition was scary. It took me a long time, since 1989 to 2004. But at the same time, I wanted to make sure that I was masterful, that when I made the transition, I could really help people. And then it was about trusting, being able to trust that the calling in my heart um, was the right thing. It was not an infatuation. It was my heart calling me. Mm. Such a beautiful story. Well, we are so blessed and so lucky to have you at the center of heart living and to be teaching people these conversations with a heart. I mean, truly, at least your work is so precious and it's so gorgeous and it's so scintillating in a way because you, you sparkle inside. You have a renewed energy and a different kind of hope and love at a level that you never knew existed just when you open that door and go outside and see the, as you're sharing that sun or that light in an entirely different way. So it's just beautiful. And when people get trapped in their stories... Is there something that you teach people so they go, uh-oh, no, I know this is just a story? Mm. Yeah, that's a good question. I teach a method um, that's called the heart freedom method. And you know you have a story holding you back when there are three clues that you have a story. One is you know what needs to be done, but you're not doing it. The famous procrastination. Procrastination is not that you're lazy, that you have not enough willpower. Procrastination is actually your subconscious mind making you believe that there's going to be more pain than pleasure if you go after what you want consciously. The second clue that you have of something going on inside is that you know what needs to be done, you're doing it, but you feel like you have to push, and it's hard work, and it doesn't feel like fun. You still have enough willpower to push through, but it's, oh, it doesn't feel so good. And the third one is, you know what needs to be done, you're doing it, but you keep getting the opposite results to what you want. And that's another huge clue, and that often happens in, in relationships or with career where no matter what you do, you always seem to end up in the same place, getting the exact opposite of what you were asking for. And that's because subconsciously, your subconscious mind is in charge of keeping you alive. And if your subconscious mind in the past had a story where you felt you had more pain than pleasure, it's going to prevent you from doing it. And so the keys to, with this method, I love this method, um, it's so easy, and people can go through the process. It's 10 steps. 
and find the story. It just pops in your conscious mind. You can dissolve it and truly free yourself to move forward afterwards. Without Because having inner conflicts is like having a big, huge bag with like 100 pounds or 50 kilograms on your back and pulling this constantly in your life. When you let go of the stories, you take a break out <laughs> each time, making it easier for you to fulfill your heart. That's a beautiful way to wrap up today's show with incredible advice to free yourself. What a great freedom technique to free yourself from the stories of the past. And the ways that you know if you are stuck in a story. I love that, the procrastination. I love that you're circling back and getting the same results that you've had before. And your information, as always, is extraordinary, enriching, and fills us with joy and enthusiasm and love. And Dr. Lise Janelle, thank you for being with us today and sharing your heart, your spirit, your soul, and all of your amazing magical information thank you Nicole you are a joy to be with and be interviewed your light sparkles when you interview us thank you thank you so for everyone out there this is Dr. Lise Janelle and Nicole Brandon wishing you a passionate life a vital life a full of joy happiness bliss the center of your heart the deepest, most beautiful love.